Welcome back to Best Friends Bitter Rivals. Here with my co-hosts, Mike and Robert. How are we doing today? Fantastic. Doing well. Well, we are glad to have you back, Robert. I know you've been super busy last uh, couple weeks, and uh, we didn't do a uh, podcast last week. It was mainly my fault. Uh, I told y'all if I was moving, most likely I wasn't going to be able to hop in and do one and ended up we all ended up being kind of busy so it all kind of worked out we're sorry for that but we're back robert's gonna be back he's uh finally got a more settled schedule ish now (laughs) (laughs) we'll see um hopefully my schedule's gonna start settling back down but uh other than that we are glad to be back as always i will go first well you know we always like the go first the the good teams go first and we always end with georgia the worst team so it it, it always helps out uh get the get are the we bet. talking like uh <laughs> swim team in gymnastics or, or something i mean hey, listen have listen, you been asleep, I have, have you been I, asleep for the whole football season and i mean the I football mean, season was like four months ago so have you been asleep since the football season I'm, I mean, I haven't because I was awake and, and well with the uh, baseball sweep that them Bulldogs got. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll get to it. All right. So we're going to start out with men's basketball. Todd Golden has finally completed. I say finally. It was only like a week. But he has completed his staff. Uh, he has assistant head coach Carlin Hartman. He's uh, been in coaching for 22 years. He come from a mid-major school. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've not really done much research on these coaches. Uh, like I said, I've been super busy. He, but, um, next one is Corey McCray. He came over from Mississippi state. He was, um, with the Bulldogs and LSU back dating all the way to the 2013, 2014 season. He's a top notch recruiter. Got Kevin Hoved. He's going to be the, another assistant coach. He um, he was the assistant head coach for two years at the San San Francisco with Todd Golden, and he is coming back to be reunited with him. Then we have Jonathan Safir, director of basketball strategy and analytics. He uh, last season he was an assistant coach on Golden staff, so there's another one coming back. Um, then director of player development, Tareen Green is, he retired in 2021 and went and worked for Billy Donovan staff last year as a player development coordinator. And he comes to the Gators to come help with the Gators, uh, developing and getting ready to be in the NBA. And the last one is Dave Werner. He's the assistant athletic director and athletic trainer. Uh, he's he's the same one we have. We just kept him. So that's all good news. Like I said, I don't have much for the, the coaches right now. I, I got to do a little more deep diving. I've been super busy. But on the great, new, great side, Todd Golden has gotten – Colin Castleton to come back for his fifth year super senior season, which is awesome. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how well he would have done in the NBA draft. He was hurt most of this year. 
He's uh, not really got anything other than great down the by the rim, and he's a, an amazing, an, an amazing defensive present down in the down under the goal. Um, so hopefully, in Golden's Golden's offense runs through the centers like most NBA teams do nowadays. So Colin coming back is going to definitely help his NBA uh, prospect next year. And uh, the Gators running through him on the inf- offensive side is going to do way more for him. Uh, Gadkick and Tyree Appleby has entered the transfer portal. I'm not really surprised. Uh, they both came from mid-majors. They had up and down seasons. Uh, a lot of people wanted Tyree Appleby to come back. I was not a fan of him. I He had good explosiveness, and when he could – Stay away from the turnovers. He did good for us, but his, uh, in my opinion, his negatives are way worse than his positives. I think he'll go back to mid major and probably, probably do really good and you know boost that NBA draft. Um, Todd Golden got his first recruit. It is um, small forward Alex Fudge. He we are taking him from LSU. He's coming to be a Gator. So Todd Golden straight away is um, putting in work. His other transfer was Will Richard from Belmont. He's a transfer. He's a combo guard. And then one thing, yes, he's he's coming from a mid-major school. But if you look at Belmont, they're they're known for being scorers. And if you look at the Gators, we have not been good in the scoring category the last couple of years. So hopefully getting a good score will come in and and help us just up those ratings since robert wanted to talk about gymnastics so bad we're, we're gonna go ahead and get into the gymnastics the women's gymnastics did a sec tournament where they swept everyone and beat the number four auburn team by a whole point to move on to the regional uh, the regionals where they played Denver, Ohio State, and Iowa State, Auburn, Kentucky, and then the Denver again, and they they stomped them all. They all won those games. Thursday they play in the final four with the reigning champs, Michigan, Missouri, the probably second favorite of the tournament, Auburn, and finally the the. The favorite going in uh, Florida, on, and the winner of that goes and plays Saturday for the the championship. Most likely, it's going Oklahoma. It's going to be Oklahoma, but we've already beat Oklahoma once this year. Somehow they are still ranked above us, even though the Gators are undefeated, other than a tie to Auburn, which we redeemed with beating them by a whole point. And for people that don't know, beating someone by a whole point in gymnastics is like beating them by like 20 in basketball. Like it's, you don't win by one point very often. So super excited for, for the gymnastics team. Uh, hopefully they just keep doing what they're doing. And Saturday, uh, they can win Thursday and get into the finals and go to the championship Saturday and win another national championship. It's been six years and hopefully they can finally get out of the rut. 
The softball team has been on a little bit of a slide. Um, the softball team and the baseball team have about the same issue, which I'll get to the baseball team. It's the same issue, but totally different. Softball is we just don't have steady pitching after after our, our number one. We got Lugo, who is really good, but here midseason, she's just been real spotty. Uh, then after her, we really don't have no one. We, we've been just trying to uh, piece games together and uh, bullpen, bullpen games. We, we've been losing here lately, but we'll try to figure, hopefully figure it out. So we had a, we had a series against Texas A&M, won three to two, lost zero to five, then won 11 to three. No, we talked about this because we were talking about playing Tennessee, didn't we? Mikey, we did that last time, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, old notes. I don't know why they're still in here. Let me delete them. Um, we played UCF March 30th, won 10 to 3. Uh, played Auburn in a three-game series. We lost 1 to 3, won 76, then won 3 to 0. Um, Florida State beat the Gators set uh, two to four. First time FSU has beat us in any sport this season. It was not the last. Here's we got one more coming up, unfortunately. But um, but then we played Alabama and we lost nine to eleven, three to eight, and then we won twelve to seven. We play a series against Ole Miss, the fourteenth through the sixteenth. Now baseball. Listen, I. We can go back, and I talked about it early on in, in the show. I said baseball is very young. They're, they're very young, and it's it's finally showing. Now, now that we're in SEC play, it, it's the pitching has been shaky is, is a good word to, to say because – just like softball, our first uh, – what is his name? Hugo, I think his name is. And even he's been a little shaky lately. But uh seemed that we got it a little bit back together later on. But and we played FSU March 29th, won that 6-3. Then the series, I'm sure I'm going to hear Robert talk about the rest of his life. We played one of the worst SEC teams of Georgia – and lost a three-game route to them, um, six to seven, one to six, and eight to fourteen, with absolutely terrible pitching, and we could not hit a ball. Turned around and beat Florida A&M thirteen to three. Then go and to Arkansas and played number two, Arkansas. We lost the first game, one to eight. Then turn around and beat them seven to two and nine to seven. So I mean, like I said, we we struggled. So Georgia is—I mean, all the SEC baseball teams are good. I mean, I crap on Georgia because Robert's mean to me, but uh, <laughs> but uh, they they are not one of the better SEC teams, and I really can't say Florida is right now either because, like I said, uh, pitching shaky. Um, Tennessee, we play – so then we played FSU 
on the 12th, lost that zero to five. That was the second time Florida State's beat us this year. And the only second time that we played Vanderbilt 15th through the 17th, uh, they were top dog until some terrible orange colored team <laughs> came in and routed them uh, bad. They swept them bad. And um, so Vanderbilt was supposed to be the one, probably the number one team in the SEC coming in. Uh, they are, they're looking like third or fourth spot. They're a little shaky right now. After we play them, we have to play the orange team. We had to play Tennessee, who is it's at, it's 30, at Florida though. Thirty and one. Thirty and 30, one. Now they're the thirty-one and two. So I'll get into that one. Uh, that's that's wild. Um, their second loss Tuesday. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we Tennessee's on a roll. It's it's bad. Um, but that is. Oh no no no! So the. Our football spring spring game is Thursday, which is today for us recording is uh it's at 7:30. The, they're gonna have it set up as a real game. It's gonna be the blue team versus the or, orange team. The blue team's offense is gonna be roughly first team. They have a couple of second team members in there just to get them a little experience. Then the orange team's defense is going to be first team, and their offense will be second team. So for anyone that watches that, that's um, how it's going to be. It's going to be like a real game. Last four minutes of each half, the time clock is going to stop, and uh, Billy is going to do situational, you know, goal line punting, whatever. But um, as far as that, Emory Jones is still in the transfer portal. And then Lamar Good hit the transfer portal earlier this week. In a interview with Billy Napier, he said we will be, and I quote, aggressive in the transfer portal. So we are sitting at, not counting Lamar and Emory since they are leaving, we are sitting at 80, 88 or 89 scholarships. So if he's going to be aggressive, we got to get a lot rid of a lot of attrition. So I can't wait to see where that's going to come from. We do need a lot of people to come in. Um, but that is it for the Florida Gators. Uh, Mikey, tell us how the Tennessee volunteers are rolling over all the competition right now. I'll start off with basketball. We'll get it out of the way. They, uh, <laughs> Kennedy Chandler declared for the draft, which that everybody assumed he was one and done. And he is. He's projected to be. A first rounder, so it's hard to turn down that first round money. Uh, he's gone, uh, so that frees up a uh, scholarship for transfer portal guys, which there's a ton out there right now. It seems like everyone Tennessee's in on went somewhere else. Then we had uh, the French guy, he followed uh, the old coach to East Carolina, so that's another scholarship player gone. Um, we had Brandon, this one kind of hurt. Brandon, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, who was the five star last year, reclassified, come in, got quite a bit of playing top time after Cumwa went out with his injury. And I, from stuff I've read on message boards, which you take it with a grain of salt, but it seems like he had people in his ear outside telling him that he needs to be the focal point and all this. And Barnes don't play that. So don't get me wrong, Tennessee wanted to keep him, but. 
uh, they wasn't going to cater to his demands or so-called demands or whatever. So he just declared this past week that he was entering the transfer portal. So that'll be a big get. Rumors are Auburn's uh, a contender. And then Georgetown, I heard, was another possible place that he could go. So we got three, three scholarship spots available. And I think one commit coming in. So we'll have two, two to three, and I'm sure there'll be more uh, guys hit the portal or whatever. So that wraps up the basketball side of things. On the softball, uh, since he's ranked 16 now, they fell four spots in the latest poll. Uh, they beat, I believe, Mississippi State two or three last week, and then Georgia went down to Georgia, and Georgia beat them two or three at Georgia, which Georgia's a good team. Softball's kind of like baseball. All teams in the SEC is good. So, but so Rogers is <laughs> Rogers is finally getting back. Uh, I don't. I still don't think she's 100%, but she did pitch some here lately. So she's working her way back from, uh, I think it was a back injury is what she had. So I, I ain't too up to date on pitching and all that, but uh, I'd say back and has important on the stability and all that with your pitching. So hopefully she gets back to 100% before uh, postseason starts, uh, SEC tournament and all that. But I guess the benefit of it is uh, they had younger girls get the pitch, and so they got depth at that. But the record's twenty six and twelve, I think, right now. So all their losses have been to ranked teams, I believe. So they got to get healthy and ready for the tournament. Now baseball, uh, Tennessee's undefeated in SEC play, which. Tuesday, they suffered their second loss, snapped their 23-game winning streak to my alum, Tennessee Tech. Not that I was pulling for Tech by no means. Uh, I'm ball through and through. But they played them at Smoky Stadium, and Tech got them 3-2. to two. Uh, Kid turned on Ben Joyce's 101-mile-per-hour fastball and hit a two-run bomb in the sixth and put them Jeez. up 3-2 to two in Tennessee. I, I don't know what happened. Their bats just went silent, which they use wood bats for this tournament uh, or for the for the game, and they just couldn't figure out. Tech brought in a reliever that had a nine over nine ERA, and uh, we made him look like uh, Clayton Kershaw or Cy Young. We could not touch him. I think he ended up with uh, ten strikeouts over six innings, so he he's Jeez. pretty much embarrassed. His but we was pitching the way Patillo does midweek games is he put pitch just about a guy every inning except for Ben Joyce. He pitched two innings and uh, Camden Sewell pitched two innings. So he treated it kind of like an exhibition. Not saying that Tennessee Tech didn't deserve to win because they, they definitely out-hit Tennessee and pretty much outplayed them. SEC plays what matters, and we got Bama coming in this weekend. We, we're 12 and 0. We've swept every SEC. We've swept uh, open the season, sweeping South Carolina. Then we swept Ole Miss. Then we swept Vandy. And last weekend, we swept Missouri. So I don't know Bama's if Bama's coming in ranked 24th. Should then, be a big yeah. time SEC showdown. And 
like you said, RJ, I think we go down to Florida the following week and Florida's back in the rankings now. So hopefully yeah. they'll be top 15 when Tennessee comes down. So make it one of them electric SEC game tournaments. So. Right. Um, did, I was listening another day and I can't remember how long they said it, but do you remember last time they said that someone swept the, the SEC? Has even came close to winning as good as y'all. Uh, it's it's been freaking seven, eight years or something like that. It's been or Tennessee maybe like a decade broke, or something. Yeah, they broke the record. Uh, I think Florida had it. It was eleven. Started the SEC play eleven and zero, and that was the record Tennessee tied. And then that, when they beat Missouri Sunday, that made them twelve and zero. So that's the best start in SEC history. Good uh, lord. Yeah. But I'm, they're pitching, their Friday, Saturday, Sunday pitching is phenomenal. They're getting uh, one of their big-time transfer, another kid that throws mid-90s. He's coming, supposed to be available this weekend. Uh, so their depth just getting better and better. Uh, Blake Tidwell come back, and he's been working his way back in. and He's supposed to be our best pitcher, and <laughs> he's uh, kind of been – resorted to coming out of the bullpen now because, I mean, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, guys, all three of them on all your midseason All-American teams. Uh, they're one, two, and three in the SE and ERA, strikeouts, you name it. So, I guess the rich get richer with the, the pitching. Bats got to right. keep going, but <laughs> it they're, they're fun to watch. I mean, they're must-see TV. Uh, I hate, hate that Tennessee Tech was able to snap their 23-game winning streak, but you know as well as I do, nobody goes undefeated in baseball. I mean, no, loses, losses <laughs> in baseball are just bound to come. Yeah, and I was looking at the the rankings. I think out of everybody in the top 25, I think the next closest team in terms of losses is Notre Dame, and I think they're ranked 10 or 12 or something. They got five losses. The second-place team ranked second right now is Miami, and they got six losses, so – Tennessee's got at least three to four game lead on everybody in the top 25. Which I think the resume we, speaks for itself. Right. Which we swept number one Ole Miss when they was ranked number one. Then they went to Vandy when Vandy was ranked, I think, third and swept them. So Vandy's fell out of the top 25. So I hope Florida keeps putting it on them because <laughs> Vandy's rode, rode the high horse in baseball for long enough. So yep. it happened to a better team. It's about like Bama in football. <laughs> it's well, terrible. Losing, everybody's happy. Uh, as far as football goes, Tennessee wrapped up spring uh, practice. Uh, all the kids went on their long weekend after today. I think today was their last practice. They had their uh, glorified scrimmage, I think, last Saturday uh, for all the recruits and all that. And, Nico come in and it was a big recruiting weekend. They had a couple of five-star receivers and all that come in to kind of bond with Nico. Uh, so it's, it's he's definitely generated a lot of buzz in recruiting this early in the offseason, which most kids want to play with a high-caliber quarterback. So hopefully it pays off for us. $8 million reasons why. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we can get uh more weapons and all that we need it on the defensive side but as far as the spring practice goes uh hypo said the best offensive guy coming out was uh jalen hyatt he, he's a receiver he's which he's had a lot of hoop lock since he's come in he was a four-star uh 
tall, fast, lanky kid. Last year, uh, he just didn't have the season everybody thought he would. But they said he's really bought in this year. He's, I think he's going into his junior year. He uh, added weight, uh, did everything they asked, and uh, he's supposed to be the guy that takes over for Bayless Jones. So that'll help Cedric Tillman on the other side take some of the heat off him. And then as far as defense it goes, he, he singled out uh, Flowers, a safety, which God knows we need all the defensive back uh, <laughs> help, which a, a lot of guys was hurt in the secondary for spring practice. So uh, it, it hopefully it gives us some depth and maybe even seen some guys that actually could knock out some of the guys that we was playing because uh, what we had back there was a, a struggle last year. So. Right. But, now, I guess the fun season begins, transfer portal time. Everybody will be trying to get the next lineman and all the all the big names out there. So We want everything. Yeah, <laughs> we, need it. <laughs> we need it all. Just keep it coming. Um, I don't know if the rule is still intact, but it was if they transferred – if in SEC play, if they transferred before May 1st, they didn't have to sit out a year. But if you transfer after May 1st, you have to sit out a year. So from now, especially after this you, weekend, when everyone is uh, – spring practice is over, it's going to be – the transfer portal is going to be active. Well, here, here's the thing. that that That's the – May 1st is the, is the NCAA rule. Uh, but for the SEC, if you want to transfer to another SEC team, you had to be in the transfer portal by, I think – February first or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh. So the the SEC has its own its own you know stipulations because you know We're that better. that would happen. Yeah, you know people <laughs> would you know do do spring spring camp you know at Florida and be like, all right, I'm uh, gonna go transfer to uh, Tennessee now. You know, <laughs> so it's a uh, yeah they they have that stipulation and but they. They they still uh, are they still have to I I don't know what the deadline is that you have to transfer by obviously you know by some point but yeah what else you got Mikey is that it yeah that's it that, that wraps up Tennessee athletics for the for the week sounds like it's your turn Robert wait who am I talking about again. I defend the national champions thank you mike that's <laughs> i love hearing that <laughs> uh, the one sport so, they're good at whatever the only it's the only sport that matters it's what generates the most income what? to keep these to keep these great institutions going forward it's football <laughs> anyway um so georgia hired a new women's basketball coach their coach went to AM. uh they hired katie abrahamson henderson she's a former dog uh, and she's most recently been at ucf uh no updates on men's basketball they they hired um you know dude from uh from florida there <laughs> your favorite guy <laughs> What was his name, RJ? I want to hear you say it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mike White. Yeah. I've seen, I've gotten alerts and stuff about other assistants and 
I don't know if it supports staff, whatever, for it being hired, but you know, y'all know I'm not keep it's basketball season's over. Like the tournament's over, basketball season's done, transfers done. commits all this. It, it's it's irrelevant to me until what when is the kickoff again? October, November. <laughs> yeah, no so that's yeah. yeah, uh that I I've got nothing else on that. Um, <laughs> um but real quick, I would I would gladly say Mike White because I we are super ecstatic for you. We are we are pumping our fists. We're 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 happy for you. That's good. That's good. I I remember I, I've got that snippet of you if you saying go dog. So I mean I know your heart <laughs> no I know where your heart lies. You you're just lying to yourself. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh so baseball, um, I I, uh, I watched some of my first Georgia baseball, uh, and it was against Florida, like I said I would do way back when. <laughs> when we found out when they were playing, uh, I was able to watch a lot on my phone and uh, definitely made sure to let uh, RJ know here about it. Um, yeah, I had but, no idea uh, about it. But uh, – I mean, it, outside of that, I haven't kept up with it at all. I, I did. I don't. I don't get why we don't wear uh, red helmets. I mean, just to go with with. Uh, uh, maybe it's just the the uniform for for the game that uh, that they're playing. But I don't know. I, it's it's baseball. It's whatever. I mean, it, it's MLB's back on. So if I really feel like baseball, maybe I'll watch that. But I'm still I'm still paying attention to to some Georgia baseball. Like I saw. Uh, the starting shortstop Cole Tate is out for uh, some weeks, and that's uh, not going to do Georgia well because he's also apparently one of their their better hitters. So eh, we're ranked 13th right now with uh, what is it D1 baseball poll or something? Yeah. I, I don't know who the authority is of, of baseball rankings, that's, but that's um, the main one everybody goes by. And they're second yeah. in the SEC. That's impressive, Robert. <laughs> well, I know Arkansas has done better and, and whatnot, you know, and what's we're midway through the season right now, or yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's about yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, I, I, I found this little tidbit just to throw in there for, for RJ. Uh, Georgia placed third in uh, the equestrian team. So, uh, <laughs> I think that I think the other team were uh... like AM and Auburn, but I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyway, now to now to the stuff that um, you know the maybe one person who listens for Georgia content the the football the best stuff. There's uh, plenty of juicy uh, stuff in here. Um, Georgia, when when you're when you're a phenomenal program and you just haul in five stars hand over fist, you know you some are going to be bound to leave. You know, not everybody's going to be a good fit for Georgia, and and that happens. We we understand. You know, it's cool. We appreciate your time there. You know, best of luck elsewhere. Unless or, you or they know it's not going to happen again. So, um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, JT Daniels has finally chosen his next destination and is going to be West Virginia. His choices were between Mizzou, uh, Oregon State, and West Virginia, but he's reconnecting with uh, his former offensive coordinator from USC, who's there now. So, um, yeah, that's where he's going. There, um, I don't know if you all heard it. I mean, because I'm, I'm sure you don't keep up with anything uh, Georgia-related. But uh, <laughs> there had been uh, questions about, you know, because when spring practice first started for us, Stetson was was taking third reps, searching reps. And it's like, oh, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Kirby, you know, made some sort of not even passing comment, but he said something about, you know, Stetson, you know, 
you know, doing this or that or whatever. And, and of course, you know, media got to read into it and flip it around and turn it inside out and paint it so many ways to, you know, get likes or, you know, clicks and whatnot. But uh, they're, they're, for a brief moment, it seemed like there, there tried to be some quarterback controversy that folks were cooking up, but there's no controversy. Stetson's the man. He's, he's going to he he's gonna be the dude you know as, as long as he doesn't get injured you know he's he's the dude um other news uh jim cheney former uh tennessee and mm. georgia um gosh who else has been with alabama he's been with so many damn teams he's now an <laughs> offensive analyst an offensive analyst not a coach or uh <laughs> you know somebody making calls but for georgia tech uh, so he's back in in Georgia, but uh, with uh, with Georgia Georgia. No, I don't think that's right. That it's Georgia Tech. It may be Georgia Tech. It's a school in Georgia. Anyway, <laughs> Southern um, Georgia, not the Bulldog. Ooh. Yeah, it's not the Bulldog. That's all that matters. You know, we were, <laughs> you know, we're not about recycling. You know, we, <laughs> uh, you're not that good yet. <clears throat> so, uh, also in the transfer portal, we had a uh, Owen uh, Condon. Uh, he transferred to SMU. Um, we also had here, got the list here, uh, Ron Branch. Uh, he was a DB. He's in the transfer portal, but hasn't committed to anywhere. Uh, also, Clay Webb. He is another offensive lineman. Um, he came in as a sort of an odd pick uh, from Sam Pittman and Maybe he just wasn't going to fit with with our offensive line or something, but he's leaving. But the big one that everybody kind of went uh, crazy for was uh, Amarius Mims, who's a five-star. Uh, it seemed like he was a guaranteed NFL-type player. Um, he's transferring out, which is fine. Um, all, all the best of luck to him. But we've got – our offensive line is just legit. We, we've got Broderick Jones that's going to step in there nicely. Warren McClendon's over there on the other side that – I mean, it's like I said, when you're when you're bringing in five stars hand over fist, you know, it, it just stockpiling them. Uh, and, and when you actually coach them and, and produce something out of them, something that's to be seen by other teams, uh, you win you win a championship. You know, maybe you win more. We're about to find out, you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, we I'm are. Thinking I'm thinking it's very likely. When Alabama um, I know, mops the floor I know with there, them. Uh, I know there's some some. Uh, uh, folks who say that won't happen, that's fine. That's okay. But uh, uh, no, I mean, it, we got we got our spring game uh, coming up on Saturday. Um, what time? The, uh, one o'clock, I think. Uh, so I will be weed eating during that time, but I am going to be listening to it. You know <laughs> I, will, when, I will have my phone. Uh, huh? Do you know when Alabama's is? Because y'all are like the oh, two gosh. big ones this weekend. I think, I think well, there's, there's, there's four of them this weekend, four or five. I think I think Auburn. No, not Auburn's. Uh, Auburn's not oh big. That's a dumpster fire. Um, I'm talking about them. <laughs> no, I I can't remember who who else else is, but I think ours is at one. So um, I think there's a four or seven something. Like that. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> I any, digress. Yeah, no, no, and anyway, um, it, it's uh, I I would love to watch it. I'll, I'll probably watch uh, clips of it later on, but uh, I'll be listening. But I mean, we we got. Uh, there, there's positions that you know we need to get some questions answered you know we want who's going to be the top receivers uh you know we've got brock bowers and darnell washington out so rick gilbert's been getting a lot of catches um 
Oscar Delp's been getting a lot of uh, uh, touches too during spring. We've got 19 early enrollees. So uh, that's going to give them a lot of chances to, to show what they got. And, uh, you know, guys like Malachi Starks, um, you know, they, I, I feel like, you know, true freshmen coming on that, that could get themselves a roster spot and, you know, keep that winning mm-hmm. mentality going, get that championship for this coming season. <laughs> but that's that's uh that's pretty much all I got for football. Um uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that game's gonna be on SEC network, ain't it? It's Florida yeah, on tonight. Uh, yeah, maybe like SEC plus or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Florida's on ESPN about it, plus. I, I I hate that. Like I have an ESPN plus subscription and I can't watch things that are on ESPN. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Um, what's what's the point? <laughs> so I can watch old, old stuff. 95% of the baseball games is on uh, plus. And I don't know why in the hell the SEC alternative channel, if they only use it for football, I mean, they could easily play baseball games on that, but all it is is a damn blank screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um. yeah. So, I know – I know it's it's past and it's done with, and we kind of went over it just for like half a second. But I want to go back because uh, we didn't get to talk about it last podcast. The NCAA men and women's basketball tournaments did finish. Uh, Kansas won. Me and Mikey thought North Carolina would win, but uh, Kansas ended up beating them. The one I want to talk about, because I want people to go back and listen to like the second <laughs> podcast we did. Uh when I said South Carolina, there was no one going to even be close to them to even compete with them. Ended up beating UConn by 20 for their, their national championship. Like, I watched the the second half of that game, and it wasn't even, wasn't even close. Like, it was a scary how, how dominant South Carolina was in that game. Like – there was three, four minutes of UConn not even getting to play, and they have a uh, – what's her name? Uh, Paige Buckner. Buckner, yeah. And, like, coming out of high school, she was one of those players that everyone was hyped for, and, you know, either they go one way, they do really good, or they do really bad. But Paige has been living up to her potential and going further. So I felt a little bad for her getting – Molly Wop by freaking South Carolina <laughs> in a championship game. But on the other hand, I was happy for myself because I, I called that <laughs> early, early in the season. Like it was it was just complete domination. It looked like any SEC team was playing like a mid-major team. It was just <laughs> decimation. But uh you got anything That's- to add about that, Mikey? That was the first yeah. time Gino had lost in a national championship game, too. I think he was 11 and 0 going into that. Yep, now, yep. Before uh, that, like the final four, I think he was like 11 and 10 or something in the final yeah, four. Yep. But in the championship game, he was undefeated. So 11 and 0, yeah. To a better guy. Yeah. <laughs> the last four minutes, they were down by like 15. They're like, it looks like it might be his first loss. I was like, come on now. <laughs> it was his first loss for the damn tip. Right. Yeah. And South Carolina went on like an eight and that's, points that's, scoring. I was like, come on. <laughs> that was the second time they'd played Connecticut, too. They thumped them by 20 plus in our regular season, too. So, yeah. Here, here in, you know, two or three years, uh, Paige Buckner, she'll, she'll get her a title. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm confident that the UConn team will do it but uh, I like I said or er, there was no one touching South Carolina this year 
it was just so well written on the wall. It was not even close. All right, our final segment. Uh, Robert has a little uh, leg up on you on this one, Mike, because I, I texted him <laughs> the questions earlier because I thought we were going to be doing it without him. Ended up, you know, he gave us all that good news, and he's 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 back. So, any yeah. back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, first question: Yes, no, or maybe? Can you go from dud to stud in the transfer portal? I thought we was going to talk about something else. I was like, oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you get? Ah, that's a good question. Oh, I guess uh, it's possible. I mean. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a perfect example for you. Uh-huh. Uh, and Hooker, look at, you know. True, true. He, he transferred in, and, and uh, where, where did he come from? Was he from Virginia, or was that? Uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, granted, you know, I'll admit, I don't, before the season, I haven't paid attention to really any other conferences unless they get mentioned, but his name wasn't anything that really popped up to me, but, I mean, you he you can tell like that's why there there's a lot of hype uh you know behind Tennessee with him and, and I mean a lot of it's because of hypo but you know he <laughs> he's earned that 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 hype you know for the team so I that I I think yes that 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 you can yeah I agree it's just probably not it's probably not something you know to expect but <laughs> yeah I, I, I I'll, I'll go with maybe for football wise because I mean yeah you can get a you know hooker in or you can get a Stetson in but uh you need more than just one piece is it possible yeah but uh, I think the transfer portal is going to be a lot better and more impactful for sports like baseball and basketball when you have you know seven eight nine ten players at once and you can go out and pick 11 people out of the transfer portal and basketball this year is going to they're predicting over 2,000 (laughs) students in the transfer portal 2000 so someone like todd golden who just lost like 13 players this year from seniors and in transfer portal can just go out and just make a list of 2000 players and just pick out of the lot and you know uh miami did it this year they made it to what the final eight all that whole team was transfer portal like uh i think one start one starter was from the team of last year. Everyone else was from Transfer Portal. Texas Tech, I think, was like that, too. Well, LSU's going to be. They do not have one single scholarship player left on their team. Wade got fired. Jesus. All 13 guys have left, entered the portal. Hmm. That's Which whoever peculiar. takes that. Yeah, they're going to be. I know we got I mean, one. They're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> we, was, we was after one, but he committed to Georgetown, the guard. But, uh, yeah, that, that – their team's getting ready to get hit with some major sanctions. So I don't know how long LSU's probably going to be irrelevant in basketball for the next several years. Right. Which I will, I will tell you, Robert, Mike White is good at the transfer portal. You know, he can do it, especially now he can, you can pro do it more years without it, you know, affecting you because eventually you need players that going to stay there for four years, you know, two, three years down the road, it might start affecting him. But for these next two, three years, I, I wouldn't doubt, uh, Georgia going from a nine-win team to like a twenty-win team, just because Mike White is so good in the transfer portal. He's just not the greatest at recruiting and uh, excelling talent from there. Um, I'll take it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, for I mean, for what y'all been dealing with, I I, I would take it too. But hopefully, after after that, um, I, I mean, I hope y'all can change him. I really do, because I think Mike White, as a person and as a coach, is pretty good. He's just a little more in the the early two thousands rather than the two thousand twenty one. Plus, um, he followed uh, Donovan. I mean, that yeah, which, won two or three national championships. So, I mean, yeah, that was he was doing from the beginning. Yeah. So, next one has recruiting turned into more of a money grab instead of trying to win a recruit over by the facility and game plan. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think all, so too. It's all about the money now. I mean, I, I think so too. It's, until it's they regulate now, yeah, until they regulate it, I think it's it's yeah. pretty much a money grab. I mean, then you got like you got high school kids that can go like Nico, for instance. He could go ahead and sign it as a high school kid out in California. Other states won't let their kids make the money till they get to the college level or whatever. But I mean, you got <laughs> certain states that's already, <laughs> I mean, giving an advantage. I don't think Tennessee gets Nico without the money. I mean, he may come and love the facilities, but before all this went down, he was considered an Oregon lean. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, who knows? What about it's you? Right. I, I, I definitely I, think it is. I, I say maybe, and and I think it all depends on the programs and 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 all that. Because you you have to consider like there's there's definitely an influx of players now who are like, let me get my money, and and I'm for it. You know, let the college players get paid because well, what's the the statistic? Like, how many uh, college football players actually get into the NFL and then actually like succeed? Like, can make their way through a whole rookie contract? You know, like yeah, it, it's it, very low. Like one or two percent at the most. So, ain't it? Yeah. So I mean, um, yeah, I'm I'm all for for players getting paid, but I I feel like there's there's certain programs that uh, that smart kids who who definitely want to prosper in the NFL like can look at and say like this this is a team that's that's turned out nfl talent left and right like that's my goal i'm not you know i know you know i'm going to get developed here i know i'm going to get everything that i need to succeed in what it is i want to do not let me just get my my quick buck right now which like i said i'm i'm all for you know you you everybody has their their reason to to go to whatever school that they want you know whether it's uh uh Family ties, you know, um, somebody you're dating, money, you know, facilities, what have you. I mean, there, there's going to be a reason, but uh, I, I don't think it's it's strictly dominating recruiting now. I think I think good recruiters are still able to to handle it, but there there are going to be those players who are like, you know, like the ones who get offers from like Bama, oh, Georgia, Texas, Texas yeah, and, and Florida <laughs> State or something, and then the kids like, you know. All right. Then he goes back to him and says, well, what are you what are you going to give me, you know, and, and uh, or, or how much am I worth to you? And, uh, you know, that's 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 where, you know, it's <laughs> mm -hmm. the problem. But, uh, yeah, I think at the level of the field, I mean, Bama's been playing their players for years. <laughs> I mean, they they show up on campus driving chargers and everything else and. I think it'll level level the field at Dabo absolutely hates it. I don't know if you've seen those snippets yeah. a week or so <laughs> ago, but good lord. <laughs> College football's going down the drain yeah. now. <laughs> he said I, I know it's been 
several years ago, but he said if it ever got to that point, he wouldn't coach tomorrow. We'll see if it happens. Yeah, no, he'll be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't let him he, lie to you. turn down his $8 million a year. Right. <laughs> how about you start working for free? Then we'll, we'll, we'll see how quick you change your opinion. <laughs> yeah. You don't get paid till you become an NFL coach about that. <laughs> all right last one uh is i feel like it's good timing for what's going on right now is do spring games actually matter like i get and for me it's it's a maybe so you know for someone like uh billy napier it's good you get to see uh your team at you know full speed uh see like what you got going on but other than that, this team, especially with the transfer portal, the team that you see for us tonight is not going to be the same team you're going to see in the fall. Like, oh, you know, absolutely Anthony, not. Like Anthony Richardson, you know, of course, is going to be the same. Most of our O line is going to be like the what, same. Like but two series he'll play if that. No, Anthony, <laughs> he's going to be in there a, a little bit. Uh, they're wanting to get him in more of a pocket passer type situation right now. Since he's limited on his leg, they're wanting him to stay in the pocket and let him throw because he's been having a little inconsistency with um, <clears throat> targeting, which usually with big arms, it's usually it's usually like that. Someone that can chuck the ball down the field, they usually have a little bit issue hitting a slant route or something. So, with his knee going on right now, they're just wanting to keep him more in the pocket. So, as far as I know, if he's going to be playing at least the first half of the game, I mean, he could play the whole game because it's going to be him versus, quote-unquote, uh, versus Jack Miller the third. I mean, there's no versus. It's going to be Anthony Richards starting the game, the first game. But, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I mean – but other than that, I mean, we, they could do that in a spring practice. You know what I mean? It, I think it's more to get the fans hyped up than anything. Yeah. Most coaches just want to get a little bit of experience for younger guys or whatever, see what yeah. they got, and uh, try not to get anybody hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, which freaking Florida's already already hurting. We had to do – we converted, I think, a D tackle and a long snapper – into tight ends, <laughs> which the the long sniper snapper was a tight end in high school in his first year in college, but he switched over to long snapper because I mean he was going to get the play. So yeah, we're we're we got four down in the tight end situation, and then we have I think three corners down. Um, I think like two linebackers. We have like it's. It's a bad situation, uh, but but that's another thing. You know, you got all these people injured. Uh, the, by the time the fall, 90% of them are going to come back. Or yeah. someone gets injured now and is just out the rest of the year, so you're not going to see them in the fall. So <laughs> it just depends on how you look at it. What do you think, Robert? Uh, I do think they matter um, a lot for the fans, obviously. But uh, it, it gives you a, a glimpse of full speed, you know, what, you know, what you should be getting from, from your, your players, uh, you know, it's, it's the closest thing. Like when they do like a, when they actually make the spring game, like a full on scrimmage, you know, um, not just a glorified practice, but, uh, right. you know, when, when that, that gives you your closest, your closest glimpse to, you know, how, how are they going to be game day, you know? 
especially for like some of your early enrollees, you know, that gives you some some better um, ideas, you know, maybe about, you know, who who can shine somewhere or whatnot. Uh, they give you more for your veterans. I don't know. It's it's I mean, I guess I'm considered like a glorified practice or whatever. But uh, I, I, I do think they 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 mean something. <laughs> I agree. I, th I think the early enrollees thing, that's the most important. I mean, they actually get, get some live reps and learn the playbook, all that stuff. So definitely a benefit to them. And especially if you play at like a good school where like they'll sell out the the spring game, you know, yeah. you can get like that experience you oh, know, yeah. with the fans your first time without it have to be, you know, um, your, your, home com your, your home opening game, you know, yeah. especially if it's like a big, you know, SEC opponent or something like that. So, right. hey, I don't know if y'all seen Tennessee. Will they announce will open on Thursday night? Uh, with Bowling Green Ball, or something like that. Ball, Ball State, I think. Ball State, that's what it is. Yeah, seven o'clock on the uh, SEC Network. So another <laughs> Thursday night game. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> SEC should not play on, on any other day than a Saturday. It's <laughs> <laughs> I think it's disrespectful to us. And who who set that up? Is it was that y'all or was that them? Ah, who knows? It's probably just trying to get them out there because most games will be played on Saturday. Just get them that extra exposure, which it ain't on the. I mean, it's on the SEC Network. So everybody in the South will watch it, but I don't know if Northerners will get to see any of that or not. All right. Well, uh, anything else? Y'all got anything else to say? Quiet. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for because once again, I forgot to do it at the beginning of the show. Um, you can go follow my Instagram and uh, Twitter at RJ Southern thirty two and RJ Southern underscore thirty two for more Florida content. Uh, hopefully, I'll get these guys to eventually start doing it. I'm. I'm. I know Robert said that once we get closer to football season. You might start doing a little something, so that would be awesome. Uh, but other than that, if we hope to see y'all next week, uh, it was great, great getting to talk to y'all again. I mean, we've all been busy the last two weeks. I know Robert, you've been in the over your head with a lot of things. I've been trying not to drown. Mikey's been sitting on his golden throne, just waiting I'm, for us to talk to him. I'm just old. <laughs> I'm just old. <laughs> hey, I do get a little bit of positive news okay. uh my son uh has decided <laughs> and, where he, oh, yeah. here we go here we go which school has decided where he's going to law school it was down to Ole Miss Cincinnati uh -huh. and UT and Cincinnati offered him the most money it was okay. uh, which they was the favorite but he had orientation at Tennessee two Fridays ago and mm -hmm. he has declared he is going to be a ball Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully uh, that he can hook daddy up with some suited tickies. <laughs> That's Fred. Oh, snap. I bet that made, I, I bet right. that made your heart melt there. You was like, right. oh, oh, he, yeah. he texted. I told him, I said, don't look at the money aspect. I said, you go to where you want because he was leaning hard for Cincinnati because I remember I yeah. mean, he was only yeah. going to have to pay 9000 out of pocket for three years. It's going to be bad. quite a bit more at Tennessee. So, but <laughs> I told him to go where he wanted to go, and he uh, he's he's gonna be a ball. 
Woo! Nice. That's good. That's Listen, good. before we the get one, the, hate- the one vault commit, I'll celebrate. That's right. Like- I was going to say, before, before me and Robert get the hate mail on, you know, celebrating a vault commit, he will not be playing sports. So we are. Well, he okay said he's, got, he's going to see if Matilla will let him walk on. But just as a DH. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, though. That's such hey, good now, news. Now, now uh, you know, if, if your daughter would want to consider a softball again, she could be a, a legacy walk-on or a preferred walk-on, <laughs> right? Right? Isn't there that how go. it works? Yeah. Isn't that how it works? There you go. Oh well, man! Oh man! <laughs> All right, boys. I will see y'all next time. Uh, go Gators! Go balls! Go dogs!